Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. We're in the Grotto. And you're looking like a lumberjack and I'm... Looking like a business jack. Business. But <laughs> common name denominator is we have flannel yeah. on jack. That's right. It's uh, it's like basically winter now already. Yep. So there's a lot of things cluttering our lives these days, Joseph. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I I recently moved, and I got into a new space where less less room in the kitchen, like less counter space. But I had a spot for uh, like where I could do like a coffee stand. Yeah. Uh, so finally, I set up. It's like a station that it's only coffee, right. but it's like all the coffee things. So it's pretty sweet. And I was like, great, I can have my my espresso machine, my grinder, my auto drip, and room to like hand brew and have cups and coffee and blah, blah, blah. Can't wait to see pictures of it. Um, oh, yeah. I'll, well, I'll include a picture in the show notes um, for you <laughs> patrons. <laughs> uh, so after I had this set up, I, the, what I put on there, put on the stand, my favorite drip brewer is the Beemore. Um, it's... Uh, it's it's an SCA certified brewer, so it brews like it's like pretty much all the other ones, like yep. you know, it's Boca Master, too. yeah, blah blah blah. It's kind of a big footprint. I like it though; it makes good. The Beemore, more, yeah. Uh, it's got a little bit. It's it's cir- it's round, it's circular, wor- right, yeah. which is a little, it's a little wider, strange. not quite as um, but it it fits it fits in the space I wanted it to, kind of better than other brewers. Like I also have Breville's brewer, and that takes up more space hmm. on the counter. It's like just a classic looking right. auditor anyways. anyways so uh I, I i had that set up on the table really wanted to be able to use that because every now and then i just want to be able to like throw it f- have a freaking pot of coffee available uh, like often i like to manually brew my coffee just in the morning freaking pot of coffee available but i really sometimes just need a freaking pot of coffee you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah a freaking pie would be fine too a freaking pie yeah a pie and a pot of coffee um in the morning so after having set up the new stand and getting all the equipment out and blah, 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 I, I go to make my coffee in the morning and the Beemore... What time is, is it? Is it early? Yeah, it's like 6.30 in the morning. All right, so it's coffee o'clock. It's coffee o'clock. And uh, one of the nice things about the Beemore, this is the Beemore Connected, um, which... Like the Beemore Connected and the the old Beemore have kind of the same functionality. A um, c- couple of nice things about it. You can set the time for the bloom and the exact temperature. So you can go like 203, 205, 207, whatever. Um, and I like having this variability to, to mess around. Right. It also is pretty quiet compared to other brewers because it just drops the water from above onto the... There's no like pump or anything okay. like that. Doesn't make all the big um, gurgle. I mean, it makes noises. a little bit of noise. The water's heating up. Like, so it makes water heating up noises like a tea kettle, <laughs> but that's it. Um, this is when we need the graphic insert. Like, audio <laughs> graphics. <of> like, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> that's, that's your teapot. That's my teapot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, side note, I <laughs> oh another one. No, no, no. Yes, uh, I. I mean, I use the, the 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 gooseneck kettles don't whistle. No, no. Which you know, I never know. It seems when like boiling. a missed opportunity. Anyway, uh, so I'm trying to brew with this thing in the morning, and you have to with the Beamer connected. You have to connect the app to it. Did you think the gooseneck kettle was gonna was gonna whistle? <laughs> I would like it to whistle and sound like a goose whistling. Especially when you just sit and have it sit and hold at a temperature, just whistling for an hour and a half. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
They usually whistle when it's actually full boil too. But anyways, I, I have I have I have the fellow on the stovetop. That whistles? No, it doesn't. Oh. It's actually really quiet. Oftentimes, I forget that I turned it on, and then it boils forever. So I'm trying to brew with the Beemore. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the connected. I have to use the app with it. There's no interface. There's a button. Wait, you have to use an app. To you have to use the to app brew? with the Beemore connected. Yeah. Like you can't just hit go. Um, whatever profile was on last or so here's the thing maybe and maybe i should have tried <laughs> this like it's honestly been about a little over a year since i used the brewer because i've been using other products and i wanted to get back to using this one so i could have gone in and and like just tried that out but i was really excited i i had just gotten uh the peru from you and i wanted uh, like a batch of peru but i didn't want it to like brew it poorly so i'm trying to get the this app to work and it's this awkward situation with the connected where you, when you first set up the connected, it makes its own Wi-Fi network that you connect to. And then you go into like the actual, you connect to the actual product and in there set up your Wi-Fi. And then once you set that up and hit go, like it swaps Wi-Fi's and then your phone is supposed to be able to find the BeMore on the Wi-Fi network. And I just, couldn't get this. I, I spent half an hour in my morning more swapping trying to make a Wi-Fi thing work just so I could brew a thing of coffee. And that maybe, sounds awful. Maybe if I was Is a little broken? bit more awake, maybe I would but have been not like... The, that's, that's not maybe what I would you want out of like a coffee just, maker. No, no. I, I was looking for a particular experience. Because I like this is it's kind of a double edged sword with this product. I'm not trying to crap on Beemore in this in this thing. Uh, like it's my favorite auto drip. Uh, I, I just really Still, like using it. Just at that moment, maybe not. I mean, I can't use it right now. I can't connect to it. So Why not? You haven't resolved it? No, I haven't been able to fix the problem yet. But also, I haven't like sat down to resolve it. Yeah, but like, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah, after so after like spending half an hour in the morning, I'm like fine. And it, this was this was like not a good morning. Good thing so your fellow's been aggravating. on there since yesterday, still heating up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, I forgot I turned on the pillow. Uh, turned on the fettle. The the fettle. <laughs> Of course, and and just brewed a Kalita wave, which was which was fine, but I didn't have my big pot of it wasn't coffee. Wasn't what you're looking for. No, it wasn't what I was looking for. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I put it by the wayside. I have I have the Breville, which which I can brew a pot of coffee with. I just don't like it as much. Um, anyhow, that, that's the the point is, it's it's a process that should be simple. That is made more complicated because why? And because of app, and this brings us to the subject of coffee products that try to go full integration with Bluetooth and apps, or in this case, Wi-Fi and apps, right. or whatever. Um, Alexa, subscribe to Coffee Lovers Radio. <laughs> I, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm sitting here wondering what, what is the point? Another, so another good example, because um, we're well, again, and it's it's like there's an obvious point to it as far as adjusting profile and having a lot more visual interface. That's versus true. Versus what you can have for buttons. So cost effective, it's usually cheaper to design an app than it is to get whole new casings and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think that the, probably is the reason, and especially if you want to get into all the nuance and really control all that. Yeah, but uh, and and that's another like the Beemore is not a three hundred dollar machine. The connected is, uh, I think, like 180 retail, yeah. which is a pretty good price for the SCA um, certified. SA certified, and like it's made, it's a solid machine, you know, good materials, and you got a lot of control. But it doesn't help if I can't, you know, brew on the thing. 
Um, I know a lot of other people have had issues with the connectedness on it. So uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they sort that out. But uh, but it should. I mean, the frustrating part about that is not that you really need the profile to get that thing out. You just want to no. make the big pot of coffee. Right. You have this. I mean, and if you weren't, you know, Mister extracted magazine with all your different pieces of equipment <laughs> and your own little coffee brew station over there and this was it and you're like right. you're trying to get this to work or you know if maybe you're not savvy with apps and all that kind of stuff and you get home and you can't make it connect because you don't have the newest version of yeah. you know, upgraded onto your phone or whatever I mean, that's all very frustrating and it can definitely ruin the experience and I mean, yeah i know it, you're not trying to trash on be more but no, that's something that will no. ruin the brand if people have a hard time using so uh one of the things that we've talked about a number of times this uh, i mean all all of our subjects seem to kind of come back to this is that <laughs> coffee is just coffee it's really simple uh you have a well-roasted coffee you grind it properly you add water and you have a delicious right. cup why are we getting so fancy well right and i think the same thing and this is a parallel that we haven't discussed yet before like for the before the whatever the note taken before mm-hmm. the show um is that there's a couple parallel tracks here, right? Coffee, most people, most vast majority of coffee that's consumed is consumed as simple coffee. Right. It's a cup of coffee. The brewing process is hidden or it's just simple, you know, homebrew or whatever. Um, and then there's this like new foodie thing of doing the manual pour overs. New is in quotes. Which, right. Yeah. But um, it's, you know, the resurgence of hipsters making new coffee with pour over methods and kind of getting into that, which is very complicated because mm-hmm. we're talking about scales and we're talking about flow rates and all this kind of stuff. And then you have the tech side of it that's also kind of in the same last you know decade or so. All of a sudden now we have Bluetooth integration with all these pieces of equipment. Right. And so there's a different complexity in there that's daunting in different ways. My feeling, I think you'll agree with me, is that you know the complexity goes into a manual brew method is literally coming out with a better cup of coffee and it's a little bit more satisfying versus getting frustrated with the complexity of an app well is it though because let's look at nakaya yes the scale manufacturer (laughs) the scale the scale manufacturer this is and i'll preface this by saying just like the beamware this is one of my favorite products it's my favorite scale the scale that we're looking at right now on the table that everybody can see um yeah that's right is the same one that they sponsored conduit four maybe five years ago it's the Mm -hmm. same scale it's rechargeable it's a Um, I love the size of it because it's one of the few scales on the market that can actually hold a porter filter for weighing espresso shots out. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Which yeah. you know that's has nice. nice square edges, and that you don't see that very often. The Barista scales and the Bonavitas yeah. don't have that functionality, um, and it goes down to a tenth of a gram for yep. those aficionados. Yeah, I still have I still have my Akai yep. scale from like very very early on yeah, as well. Yeah, first gen, um, and it still runs like a champ. Uh, we were fiddling around, so the Akai is like their big thing at the beginning aside from the quality of their scale, was they had this app that you connected to with by Bluetooth, and you could create what they call brew prints, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> which tracks well the... Well done, Micaiah. Well done. Like, basically everything that you can through a scale. Right. Um, scale and time. Yeah, and you time put in the parameters. and like flow rate yep. of your pouring and this kind of thing. And you put in whatever grams you want right. and kind of your ideal... Yeah, the thing, that, that part uh, is kind of cute where... Um, it helps save the data setting up right like you're setting up you just put in like you let's say you want to do 35 grams of coffee or whatever it's all i got left try to weigh it out you grind out 35 grams you know for whatever reason you end up with you know 34.2 and you still want to do exactly 16 to 1 well the scale will tell you exactly what gram of water to put out for that you don't need to like do the calculation so there's some like cute aspect to it from that the calculator definitely doesn't work for that no (laughs) 
Well, and it's it's a it's a cool thing. It's colorful. It saves the data. So if you really want to do that, or if you want to remember how you brewed the Peru on the Kalita yeah. that one morning when the beamer wouldn't work, you know, mm. it keeps that keeps that data in there. You know, someplace in the in the cloud, it keeps that. I. But here's the thing: is so we set up the app to take pictures for this so that we could show you. Um, show notes. So Patreon.com. Yeah. Extended show notes. Uh, well, coffeeloversradio.com. Dot com slash Patreon. No. Yes. I should, I should sure. know this by now. <laughs> no, it's just coffeeloversradio.com. <laughs> Click on Patreon. Goodness. <laughs> but yeah, we can do slash Patreon too. I can set that up. I should make a note for that. Um, <laughs> a little sneak peek into some of our shows to come here. Yeah. Me giving Joseph a hard time. So we set. I set up the app again. And I looked in it, looked at past blueprints. I literally haven't used it in th- over three years. The last time I used the app was uh, September of 2016. Um, because at most that it did was that feature of figuring out, figuring out the water calculation. Which right. I mean, it does that. I and then it gives you a nice graph of your flow rate and where you're pouring and the per- overall percentage of the water that you've poured in so far. Right. You know, but when I'm on the, there's some on the Kalita, for example, which I mostly brew on, like sometimes I'll do 25 grams of coffee in to 400 grams of water. But most of the time I'm doing like 30 to 32, which is like 520, 530, whatever. I don't even do it precisely. But it see, that's matter. exactly, that's exactly <laughs> your little wishy-washy hand yeah. thing when you said that whatever is exactly the whatever. Yeah. So what about these apps? Like, so what if you have the flow rate? And that's where I feel because... Um, I used it for photos to show how cool the app looked. Yeah. We got it up on the tablet and stuff like that, and it looked great. But, I mean, I make two to three Chemexes a day, so I know exactly what my flow rate should be. You right. know, I, make enough, I make enough coffee and know these different brew methods and stuff like that. Um, there's also some different brewing philosophies that it doesn't necessarily cover in that app without really getting in and changing, like, the number of pours that you're doing and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, that's but true. it's that structure. It's that structure of like telling me how to brew it. And it's like, well, things are different because this coffee, this coffee we're drinking right now is only two days old. Yeah. So the parameters on how that's brewing are going to be a little bit different or you might want to change that into the future. And so then it's just this yeah. like inundated with data that's irrelevant because. Yeah. In this case, I could be different. I could see some like nuance or, or some 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 reason to have it for people who are like getting in and trying to learn. But then again, if you have this program telling you exactly the steps and the time then you're not actually going through the process yourself i I, personally i much more value people are learning just Mm -hmm. going through the process of figuring it out yourself the only thing you need to calculate is like your ratio roughly right and from there make your own adjustments and learn as you go like there there it does become a point where there's kind of like an intuitive sort of sense that you build right in brewing a coffee i mean the app will give you some targets you know, so you can choose whether your grind is right because it will give you some targets on how it should brew. Um, so but. I think just to just to put this out there for the Akaya as well, because this isn't a negative thing on the Akaya. It's still the best scale for brewing coffee. Yep. Just and haven't used it the is app. still worth it without the app <laughs> yep. altogether. Hundred uh, percent. Like the quality of the product is astounding. Uh, right. The responsiveness, um, everything about it is fantastic. It's just the app and yep. so internet of things the internet this, of thing, this is where i feel like this is where things start getting distracting right there's there's we have new software on our computer for at the roaster that keeps track of all the mm. data for the roaster it doesn't control the roast we're still fully manual but it will show everything that's happening and yeah. there's some times where the software doesn't reset pr- properly because it's getting hic- hiccup in our hic- hiccup in yeah. our in our wi-fi 
Um, and then it's like, well, I can't start the roast. Yeah. But the drum's cooling down, so then it's like a 15-minute delay to have that warm back up, and it's like, because I couldn't hit spacebar and go. So I still keep my profiles on backup, and I have another timer, so instead of missing that mm-hmm. and wasting another 15 minutes out of my day, then I can just start it and then right. not deal with the app. you know. And so if I want to keep track of all my inventory and all the moisture loss and keep track of all that kind of stuff, then that's one thing on it. But also, we're a small company, and I don't need all of those bells and whistles yeah. to where they get in the way then because it's critical for starting the roast process, kind of like your be more like, mm. like, oh, I just want to make a pot of coffee. Can I just hit go? Um, I mean, so actually, just just to be fair on the be more, once you do have like a standard profile set, you can do that. But you got to connect to it first. Yeah. So... Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Internet. There's things. other things. There's also there's some becoming... websites, and and I'm not trying to name names, so I'm not going to. But there's some websites where they send out samples of coffee, and they want you to give profiles back, and they give you a quick little survey, like, yeah. and one out of five, five being the smoothest. How do you feel about the body of this coffee? And yeah. then they aggregate that out with everybody that's one of their subscribers, and so then they have all these different mm-hmm. kind of actual like crowdsourced data points on flavor and body and stuff like that, which is yeah. kind of clever. But I it's also absolutely overwhelming, and it, yeah. and it ends up, you know, you're giving the profit that goes from yeah, roasting coffee. Who does that coffee, benefit, though? The people designing the app. Yeah, like it. It it's like it's, it's I, another, I, want, I. I didn't. If I, we are going to go down this like kind of purist, things Joseph, route, we're purists a little bit, right? So we scoff at a lot of these tech, these new technical things because we see. Yeah, I'm not sure if scoff is the right word. I'm just looking at it going, coffee is a simple thing. Why? Like, the, you, you go to SCA and, like, Internet of Things is always, like, one of the topics that people are talking right. about. And it's like, why? What are we actually doing? Are we doing this because, like, it's cute to be able to wake up in the morning and touch a thing on your phone and have your brewer start brewing for you? But like, then you have pre ground coffee in there. Yeah, I mean, you, you already like, got to do pre ground coffee and water. Why not just set the timer like you could, you know, 20 years ago? Like, right. what's the difference once you have it all set up? Um, I think, like, uh, to give an example of the one version of app connectivity that I've found impressive and I think very like well executed is the Akawa, which we talked about. Right. Uh, like being able to go in there and set your profiles and edit them and compare them and like share them. Right. And then once you have it set up in the app, you actually don't need the app to keep roasting it. That has been very effective. There's some things about it that they still need to improve as always. How but many months have you been working on that? On what? Are the Akaya profiles? And, uh, or the Akawa. Akawa. <laughs> Akaya. All these, all these names. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't been roasting since I moved, but you know. Right. But I mean, it, it, took a lot of practice to yeah it's like true. it's a whole other thing and that's the thing so with this roasting software they're kind of their tagline when you start complaining to their customer service about it is that like you have to remember that this is like having a roaster person in there and you're telling him what to do like you're it's a companion in that process right and it's like well but you're stopping me from roasting at this time instead of like having a person in there and so it's all about planning ahead and kind of organizing it that way yeah uh, an example of a product that completely failed I'm pretty sure it completely failed. I haven't been able to figure her hear anything from them. Remember the mentor? Whoa. I forgot about the mentor. <laughs> I still have that scale. That that's a scale where you have to use an app. Right. Like so the the Akaya the Akaya what? has readings on the scale. So that, you don't need that the was app. a promo that we got when yeah. we did the was it Coffee Con, the first one? Uh, I can't remember. It was a it was or Coffee Fest or something. It was like a couple that. Someone years gave ago. it to us. Yeah. Um and you know, I, I I thought it was actually pretty cute. The the readout at the app was pretty nice. And I was kind of like, this is like responsive. 
um, you know, easy to use when I have the app next to it and it's connected. But you have to use the app. And I think because and that's, of that, I think the line that like yeah is frustrating. The most frustrating is that the Internet of Things is yeah. Well, I mean, with the Akawa, you have to use the app. But right. with the Akawa, you're spending you know close to three grand for this high end home espresso or home roaster. roaster. Yeah. So you're you're more than happy to sit down and make that work. This is like an everyday like the scale is an everyday product. Right. You wake up in the morning. But from you want to <laughs> just throw your coffee on the scale and brew, right? Right. You don't want to have to fiddle, fuddle with your phone. Generally fiddle not. Fuddle. fiddle fuddle with your <laughs> fiddle phone. Fiddle fuddle with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I. I totally agree. I mean, I don't like that fiddling. I don't like the necessity of it. Um, but I think with the Akawa, um, I would still rather use one of the other roasters because mm. uh, to me, roasting is much more about the tactile, like yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you are a roaster too. I'm not really a roaster, right? Like, but that's the difference, and that's where I think sort of these apps sort of like lure new people into it. Mm. So maybe it's not a bad thing if you're a little insecure yeah. about what other people are doing for their coffee or how to taste coffee than, you know, having one of these apps that kind of shows you, you know, I think maybe, maybe we're just old and some of these millennials oh see screens and they can just process the information a little bit better that, that could way. Be. Um, is this a case of us being old? Oh yeah. Always is. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. I think, I mean, but the other thing is, is that there's an entire economy based on the sort of the pseudo pseudo. What am I trying to say? It, they're not like the, a lot of the tech, new tech stuff out there i've got to watch what i'm saying it here. feels like it feels this, like this kind of thing that we're talking about most of the time is like here's a regular everyday product let's connect it with your phone or your watch right and that but there's entire there's entire segment of our economy based on that connectivity yeah that's sort of it's irrelevant crazy and it frustrates me i mean just yeah. as somebody that works very hard with their hands producing stuff on a wholesale market for the wholesale market like this it frustrates me when you see some of these like people that are sort of like it's like what what is as much? what is the value add? Like, like the, the only thing only when you argument, go home at night are you happy they designed an app that nobody's going to use because it's an irrelevant app for brewing a cup of coffee. Yeah. Like for me that's just I've never ever been able to wrap around that which is why I end up being a coffee roaster and not, <laughs> not. I think I mean if I'm looking I'm looking at it from a marketing perspective and like a human behaviors perspective people are always driven to um, having less friction so being able to do things easier faster and quicker uh and but there's also this like allure like sort of glittering allure of technology and the having this like mystical magical connection to oh, yeah. your thing and like oh i can just and marketing is huge like they kind of <laughs> looks really beautiful when on their packages when they have the screen of the screenshot yeah. of the flow rate like it's all colorful and beautiful and like that's a cool looking scale look what i can do with it and you get home you're like cool i did that once yeah i'm um, just back to making coffee using yeah. this wonderful scale um, it is a wonderful scale it is it's it is it is a quite an investment but um i think it i think it's more than worth it uh but so i'm looking at because I looked up some other Internet of Things stuff with coffee, just kind of browsing around online. And there are a lot of just average drip brewers that have, like, app connectivity. It's a and trend. I'm sitting here, like, wondering what, what, is, what is the benefit. Uh, the only thing I can really think of is, is why there would be, why you would really want to have that is information processing. Because when you do have that connectivity, you can tap into that kind of resource but what does that actually do for the home brewer 
Right. Like who is out there taking all that information and doing something beneficial for you or I at home bringing our coffee in the morning? Right. Or as more technical people in coffee like us, when you look at the data sets from some of these websites of all the tasting notes, are those actual tasting notes or are those just people that are playing with an app that are fulfilling that survey? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, this, <laughs> this is a whole other side All the calibration side of project, whether this stuff matters. I've looked at a lot of uh, surveys and quizzes uh, and stuff for people in coffee because I built my own uh, and I spend a lot of time on those things that I do. Do you remember the, um, the, this is one of the first physical products I did was the uh, coffee taste profile box. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is that the coffee that, explorer? The coffee explorer. Yeah. Uh, I still have some of those bags around here. I did a lot of testing for that and got a lot of really positive feedback that is not a a mindless like I I feel like most of the quizzes that ask you know try to try to deduce well, that was your whole thing. profiles yeah is is that what 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 is the right way to what is the right way to say this like the the way they ask people the questions drives their answers right and and you that spent completely so distorts much time the data on that. right yeah my I know, and that was that was your my big, questions that was your weird. big hook for all that was like look. I mean, the survey and the technique of the survey was yeah. was your your sales pitch to other people that needed that. Right. Uh, anyway, this a little sidebar, but yeah, I, I feel like because we're we're getting the aspect of where okay, we got this connectivity and we're gathering this data, but is it actual valuable data? Right. Like, what what is this even doing? Well, for us? that's the whole issue with data being collected out there and everything for the future. Like, because the internet doesn't forget this data is there and it's going to last. I mean, it it feels like. A lot of the time, it was just like going through my mind right now. You've got, so let's say you've got a box subscription service that collects like taste profile data based off of some like reasonable, reasonable questions that look like they will tell you everything about you. Uh, they tell you what you're going to like, but because coffee is such a, like a suggestion based thing, like we've talked about this with tasting notes on bags, right? You see tasting notes on a bag. You're probably going to taste that. <laughs> um, it can influence I feel sure. like this data is just the, the only purpose of collecting the data is to use it to convince you to buy a thing. Yeah. And then for investors, they like, look how much data we collected yeah, look how on much the data. scale. But so it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a positive thing. It's, it's not, not improving a positive thing. coffee. Yeah. It's not improving the farmer relationship. Whereas on the other hand, if you want to talk about internet of things and just connectivity, all the stuff that's happening for the farmers, you don't hear about very much is they have all their, their, uh, Wi-Fi remote, like moisture sensors and Ooh, that's nutrient sensors. I mean, it's, it's not new. They've been doing that for yeah. years in agriculture, but because all those prices have gone down and yeah. the Wi-Fi network and all the connectivity and batteries, I mean, all this is big, you know, batteries are lasting forever or, you know, the new batteries right. are smaller and yeah. lasting longer than huh. ever. That now the farmers have access to much cheaper equipment to help monitor their soil to grow better, whatever coffee in this case, but better produce. And then also that saves a lot on fertilization and, and other, um, environmental factors that would um like mm -hmm. if you don't over fertilize you don't over you know overspread your nutrients on there and stuff because you right. have data coming back for that you know so i that's think that's really interesting there's actually. some positive things about the internet of things but it's it's when you try and encapsulate all that like good stuff that could come from the theoretical brew ratio and all that kind of stuff and it right. comes down to it it's like it's just still just well, are coffee. we are and we so, going to end up with bluetooth connected um coffee filters 
that tell yeah. us exactly the uh and they have water filters that are connected so that they tell you when it well, i mean like you put a filter into your chemex and then it can tell you if you have channeling in your brew and where that is <laughs> right and maybe you need to the adjust. sensor going down right exactly yeah i mean i don't know hmm. i mean that's a good thing to consider manual brew with some like thermometers on the inside like a little ring you could put behind the filter on the inside yeah. of chemex all you entrepreneurs out there you got yeah. some million dollar ideas. Very interesting. I, I guess just so just to bring this back around to the beginning, because uh, we're getting close <laughs> to a to a long episode here. Um, close the B, to a the long. B more. I if I can get that to work, like I will still absolutely use it. And actually, I when it works, I really actually enjoy the app because the interface is nice. It's nicer than the old interface they have on their previous version of the of the Brazen. I think is the name of their drip brew line. Right. Um, so like you know having that full screen of the phone and the graphical interface and the ability to 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 use that is really nice. I think it's cheaper for them to do it through an app than you know actually building a screen onto the thing, like the Breville Barista Touch, right? Which is a nice interface in itself. I'm actually kind of surprised Breville hasn't done like an app version of the Barista Touch. Well, probably on the next next version coming out. That could be. And that's the thing is like this begets other like. Over over connectivity begets more connectivity. Like, yeah. Like the more people, more brewers that have apps, then the more companies feel like that's something. Like right. A sales, a well, sales, our competitors sales are doing it. Crap, we gotta have an offer. Now, now, you know? now, you know, Breville has a app design department, and yeah, interesting. Anyways, so yeah, just to just to throw some positive words out there, because um, this isn't about like decrying any particular products, just a criticism on the. Uh, <laughs> general industry just, approach to internet of things yeah i think i think that i say this a lot but it's important to remember that if you enjoy your cup of coffee and the farmers are getting paid then it's a good cup of coffee and yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a scale with bluetooth or some fancy roaster in there like that's that's what matters so if you feel like the app is interfering with <laughs> with your good cup of coffee then maybe then maybe that app is just getting in the way of your morning routine and ruining your cup of coffee. <laughs> or maybe you freaking love that app and you just know because it's the bright thing that you see first thing in the morning that you know that you brewed a good cup of coffee and then you take it and... That's true. Actually, it, yourself. I mean, those of you who the have... The data does give you points on success or failure on, the, on some of that. Yeah, that's kind of true. Um, I, I would very much like almost to hear... Let's approach a new subject. Approach a new subject. <laughs> no, I would like to hear from those of you listening. If you do use like connected products with yeah. your coffee and you have really positive experience with it and you're like, I, I would... Do you think you know, we're old? <laughs> yeah. Tell Jesse if you think he's old. Uh, secondly, tell me if you have like a really good experience with you know connectivity and what that does for your brewing method. I think that would be really nice to hear. Yep. Um, just visit coffeeloversradio.com. Uh, go to the show page for this show and comment below. Uh, let us know there. Yep. We've got um, a sweet little Patreon page. There's also that, yeah. Click the Patreon, support out. the show. Some good show notes. You'll see photos of the app in progress on the Akaya. That's right. Maybe we'll even take a picture of both of us in plaid and put it in the extended show notes. You don't like that idea, do you? It, it, can, happen. <laughs> it can happen. It's already on. It's on the recorder. Yep. It's there. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Thank you.
This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third Crack. Crack!